Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Intelligent Moron with Alex. So today is Thursday, September 30th, and tomorrow embarks and marks October 1st, 2021. Now, this went by super fast. Right, it's already October, and you can feel it now. You can really feel it in the weather. It's, it's getting cooler, like a lot, a lot cooler. Today's like, what, 70-something degrees, you know, where I live? It's a nice day. I actually, you know, you go outside, and you see that it's getting darker, like, you know, earlier in the day now. And I enjoy that. I enjoy that feel. I like that, the, the combination of that and the cooler weather... It's just, it makes me, it's ma- it makes me happy, you know? Because I always thought that October, November, December is just a better time to to be, I don't know what it is. I just enjoy it more. I think it's because it, you, 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 you bundle up a little bit more. You're not as hot as it usually would be. And I'm not saying that cold weather is good, but it just, I would rather take like, fall weather over summer weather like any day and even winter like in winter in california is not even that bad either it's pretty nice actually i'm saying that because i'm i'm a californian and i don't know like weather like in you know michigan or new york like so like i i don't necessarily i we probably have different views on the seasons but i you i typically enjoy the fall you know it's it's football season and it feels like it there's a crispness in the air. It's it smells of pumpkin. It smells of fall, and the leaves change colors. Like I don't even know why that why that is. Like I know like you were taught as as a kid in like kindergarten that the 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 the, the leaves change when it gets to autumn and then winter and then they're dead and it's like but why though? Like it's just, it's just because of the sunlight and why do they go through from the cycle from like greened to yellow and an and orange and then like I think at the end that they finish like a a palish brownish color. Like I don't know why that is. I'm sure that there's a reason. I mean it does seem logical. Green to yellow seems logical and then or, yellow to orange and then orange to like brown. I mean I guess that kind of makes sense but I'm not a doctor or a scientist so I don't know exactly why that happens. Or even if that's even like the real you know the 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 cycle of a leaf. You know? But it's just, it's a good time. I feel like people are more closer to each other now, like in the fall and winter than any other month. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because it's colder. You want to be inside more. You want to have, you know, more people over. You want to get together and do things inside more. I'm not saying that you can't do that in the summer or the spring, but it's just in the winter. I don't know. It's got that nice feel to it. But, you know, that's not the only reason why I love, you know, the fall. And particularly this year, you know, well, we have football season, uh, right? I mean, I'm beginning to call fall football season. You know, we got summer, spring, winter, and I might just call it football season. I might just do it. I know it's going to p- piss a lot of people off, but I don't care. That's for me. That's for me. I can call it that. <laughs> But uh, no, no, no. This this year is is very special. This year on October first, so tomorrow, or midnight tonight, we're gonna be getting Seinfeld, the complete series, all nine seasons on Netflix. Like, and, and I just I can't wait for it. 
Seinfeld is one of those shows that you can rewatch multiple times. For me, at least. I, I mean, like, it's a very acclaimed comedy back in the 90s, and it still holds up to this day, I think. I really do. The comedy's great. The characters are great. The stories are great. The Just the humor in general is just fun. It's the got a fun atmosphere. There's a lot of good side characters. I think that's where Seinfeld really shines is you got the core characters of Jerry, Kramer, George, and Elaine that are all very solid. But then you got the side characters like David Putty or um, um, Newman. My God, New- what, a, what, a, what an absolute character in Newman. Or, or, or Frank Costanza, George's dad. Estelle Costanza, his mom. Um, uh, Helen and Morty Seinfeld, right? It's just, there's so many great side characters. And I, and I know I'm missing a lot more. But there's just so many that are so memorable in their episodes that they almost kind of take over that episode and just leave a leave a mark. Because you already know Jerry, George, Kramer, and Elaine so well. And you know what they do so far. But, like, these side characters, they don't come off... They don't come in very often. Like, David Putty's, like, in it for, like, maybe nine total episodes. You thought that he would be in it more, but it's just those me- episodes that he's in are so memorable that they leave a lasting impact. Like, or like Banya, you know, uh, the soup, Jerry. How about the soup, right? Or or like so many other characters that are just so memorable. And to relive that again, I, I don't watch Seinfeld all that often. I, I used to back in the day when it was on TBS a lot, I would tune in, like, tune in like after school or after college or whatever and just kind of like pop it on because it'd be on TV, uh, TBS and I would just watch it because I love the show so much. Recently, I haven't been doing that. I've just kind of been like not really watching all that much, you know, actual TV aside of sports. Um, but like, and I watched it all last year during the pandemic. I think when it first began, I watched all this, all the all the episodes, but they were on Hulu and they had ads and all that. And I was just like, it was it was good. I mean, I still enjoyed it, but like the ads sometimes were killer uh, for some you know some parts. But you know, it wasn't that bad. But now you get to watch it without ads on Netflix. You know, you can just breeze through the entire series, and I just I can't wait for that to happen because it's just the perfect time to release it. It's 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 chilly outside. It's gonna be the clocks are gonna be going uh, backwards, I believe. I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's gonna go backwards because I think we're in daylight savings time now, but we're gonna go back to regular time in a month, I believe. So that's gonna be another bonus. Of course, you got Halloween coming up. I'm not the biggest fan of Halloween, to be honest with you. But, you know, it, it does get us closer to my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving, so there's that to look forward to, right? And I've said this on this podcast before, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because of food, football, and family. In that order, you know, for me, you can have it in any other order. You can take some out, you can leave some in, you can add some, but those are my three main Fs for Thanksgiving. <clears throat> now we're getting closer to that. Then we got Christmas, and then New Year's, and then this year's over. I mean, again, folks, we're bound to be in October. Like, tomorrow's October. We're, we're, we're pretty much close to be, being able to review and give this year a rating if it was either good or bad. We're, I mean, we're pretty close. Like, we've had, you know, all this time to think about how we're, how we're going to make 2021 a better year for us, a more stable year, hopefully a better outlook on the new year. You know, after a shitty year of 2020, what that was, I think for the as a society, as a as a planet in general, it has been better 
than last year. You know, you, you know, you can argue, give or take. I think it's it's been a little bit better than 2020, <clears throat> but maybe not by much, or maybe by a lot, depending on who you are and <clears throat> how it's affected you, what you've accomplished. Like for instance, this podcast, 2020 was when we had my previous podcast, and that blew up, not blew up, but we had a lot of fun with that, and then that ended, 2021 brought in this one, The Intelligent Moron, with yours truly, presented by yours truly, Alex Silva, and um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun, I can't believe that it's already been like, this is already gonna, this is already episode 35, I've been doing this for 35 weeks now. And just kind of being like, yeah, this is the day. I've, I've changed things up. I've stuck with some things. I've had good episodes. I've had bad episodes, in my opinion. And, you know, it's just, I'm still here. You know, what did, what, is, what did Tom Brady and Bill Belichick say when they were they, they claimed that they were old, washed, not going to be in the Super Bowl, not going to be contending? We are still here. Like, we're still here. Like, I'm still here. And I, I hope to always be here for the near future. Now, I know that kind of sounded a little bit of, like, preachy and, like, what's happening? What's he going to say? Nothing, really. I'm just, I, I just kind of got that in that feely mode. Feely um, spirit, I guess. I mean, well, what else could I say? I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, got a buddy's birthday coming up. Um, if you remember my previous podcast and on the Out of the Ordinary Friends, my good buddy Michael's turning, I believe, 21, uh, no, 22, 20, 22, uh, this uh, coming up a couple days, and I got him an amazing gift that, that I can't say because he listens to the show, but I just, I've showed it to other people that that are going to be at this celebration, hopefully, um, of his of his birthday, of his birth, the day of his birth. And they've all been like, dude, this is going to be, this is a great gift. This is an amazing gift. And I know that he's going to be listening to this. And it's probably killing him inside because I've mentioned it a couple times to him. Uh, bro, like, you're going to see this gift. You might, this might kill you. This might kill you. This might make you either mad or happy or sad or joyful. You know, it, it could be anything. I just hope that you like it. I hope that you like it. I think you will, though. I certainly love it. So, you know, if that gives you any indication of what you might feel about the gift, well, you you can then ponder that for the next few days until your birthday comes and we and then you see your gift. But I think it's I think it's a great gift, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not the best gift giver. I'm really not. But I think that this I nailed this one on the head. Like I nailed it. But, you know, We'll just have to see when when you receive it. But uh, I just, I can't wait, bro. I cannot wait. Now, I know it sounds like I'm talking to him in the room, but he's not even here. Right? Michael, you here? No, he's not here. Um, but yeah, moving on. I, um, I know that Discovery Plus is very popular nowadays. I don't have it. My sister does. She enjoys watching those shows about food or Guy Fieri or, you know, and other people's cooking shows on there. Um, <clears throat> some, I, I, I typically, if I had it, would watch Animal Planet, Discovery Channel, Mythbusters is on there. That's always a big 
win for me, even though I haven't seen it in like, you know, years, I remember that that was just a show that, oh, that's very interesting, or that's cool, or I would want to watch that. Um, I also watch a lot of the Nat Geo stuff on Disney+. Plus. Um, I think that those are pretty cool. Like, I watched this whole documentary on, like, ancient Greece, and I was so intrigued because I was also, at the time, playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I was like, bro, this is hella sick. This is really cool. Like, it actually made me want to look, look into more about ancient Greece stuff. And, you know, potentially in the future, maybe maybe travel to to Greece. I was going to say ancient Greece, like I can't go back in time. But, yeah, I would want to go to Greece and, like, just see those places and see those monuments and what humanity has created in the past. I think it would be really cool. Uh, but, you know, there another show, you know, um, types of shows that they have on there. Because they also have, like... Uh, other networks on there that, that that show a lot of home shows, like you, yeah, like I believe uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines are on there, and like my sister, my mother, they they love those shows, and like they're so crazy about it that they watch them all the time, and like they'll watch episode after episode after episode, like hoping and envisioning and wishing that they had that type of house, or or like we can get that house maybe, or I'm gonna get that kind of house when I'm when I get older. <clears throat> you know, when I own a house, like, I'm not like that, I don't see, uh, entertainment in that, I don't know why, maybe it's just because I'm like, I mean, I'm very minimalist when it comes to, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, furniture and all that stuff, like a coffee table, a table, a chair, a TV, I mean, if I had my own, like, with my own place, I'm gonna have, like, a chair, a TV, a desk, my Xbox, and my bed, I mean, refrigerator, yeah, table, sure, dining room chair, yeah, but, like, no, I don't need, like, a, a whole lot of stuff to, like, make myself ha- feel at home, really. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just, like, how I feel about it now. Maybe if I, when I, you know, actually buy a house and I'm like, oh, I want all this. I want that. I want this painted this way. I want it, you know, hardwood hardwood floors. Or, or, or I don't want carpet. Or I want this. Or I want that. I don't know, maybe I will change, but as as of, you know, the moment, I'm just some basic-ass idiot who doesn't want anything, and I think that's fine. I mean, I've seen, like, these memes on, like, the internet of people, like, saying, like, it's, like, literally, like, a picture of, like, some dude's living room, and it's just, like, a foldable lawn chair, a TV, um, a fridge, and then that's it, and then, like, people would say, like, it's a meme, right? So someone made it, like, guys like this feel happy about their life, and it's like, well... I mean, not everybody who's making the meme is like you who needs, like, a lot of things. Now, I'm just assuming that because if you made the meme like that, you clearly think that this guy's, you know, house is disgusting or it's, like, you know, embarrassing. But to him, it's not. To him, it's it's home. You know, maybe he's going to upgrade some a chair or two. Maybe. Maybe he doesn't. But that, to him, he's happy. And it's also, like, you got to, you know, watch out with your financial stuff, too. What if he can't afford to buy an actual couch or a lazy boy chair, not a sponsor? But what if he's like, you know what, I'm going to buy that soon. But for now, you know, for a few months, I'll rock like this. Because, you know, I got my own place. After work, I can come back here and chill. I sleep here. I eat here. I do all my shit here. I just got a place, right? And I I can work on my, you know, maybe get promoted, get another job maybe, or get some extra money. And, you know, and then I'll start to upgrade my my living space, my living, um, my, my home life, you know? And I think that some people don't even want to upgrade. They're happy with what they have. And they, they treat it like, 
you know, I worked hard for this. And I did this, and I did that, and now I have this. You know? If I didn't do any of that, what I did, I wouldn't even have this. So, in their mind, they could be completely happy. It all really depends on the person. And I think I would fall into that category of just being minimalist and just not getting all that much stuff. I mean, really, I don't need a lot of stuff. I mean, I think I said before, if I didn't need to have a suitcase, I'd just travel in plastic bags. I mean... TSA would be like, oh, what's in there? Oh, okay, we can see everything. Go. <laughs> you wouldn't have to check it. You wouldn't have to scan it. You wouldn't have to do anything like that. But, you know, society requires you take a nice suitcase. And if you take a plastic bag onto a plane, my God, everybody would be like, what the fuck is this guy? <laughs> is this guy homeless? <clears throat> There's anything wrong with that. <clears throat> but it's like, I don't know. You will get some eyes at you. Because people do tend to, you know, look at people who have like a... Um, you know, not as fancy your stuff, and they look down upon you. It happens all the time. I mean, if I see somebody, I do this all the time too. If I see somebody with a with an iPod Nano still, I'll be like, "Bro, where you been? We have iPhones now. We have, you know, there's no more MP3 players. They're just your iPhone. It's like, where you, where have you been, bro? Get an iPhone. Get an i better iPod. Do they even sell iPods anymore? I don't even think that they do. I mean, if they do. I don't see about it. I don't see nothing about it. <coughs> God damn. But, uh, you know, it's just, it all depends on how you feel. What makes you happy. If this minimalist stuff makes you happy, then keep doing it, man. I mean, that's what I think. That That's how I've always been. Like, I would have the shittiest backpack in high school. People would have, like, bigger backpacks, better backpacks, you know, shit like that. I, I also, like, tend to, like, you don't keep things for the longer shelf life or with a longer shelf life. You don't already try to find things that'll last me a long time. I, I don't enjoy buying, you know, things that need to be replaced all that much. Like a like a like a laptop, right? I have a MacBook that I got back in twenty eighteen that's been, you know, solid since then. And it's been really good. I buy like a you know, a hard drive that's gonna last me a long time, a controller that'll last me a long time. Um, a monitor that will last me a long time. I buy things that I, that I think that will last me longer than like a, a year or two. Like I don't want to buy things that are just going to blast me like... The worst is if you buy something that's going to like be dead within like six months. You know, I used to be one of those people when I would buy the AirPods, or not, not even the AirPods, the EarPods. You know, the wired ones back in the day because I enjoyed the sound that they had. Because they actually had a pretty good sound. But they would, you know, they would the, the the wire would start to peel. They get really tingled. Sometimes that they would just blow out and get muffly, and then it'd be like, oh, you'd have to buy another one. But I would be like, okay, but they're only like twenty nine dollars. I'll just buy another pair, you know, every like eight months to a year, and it'll be fine. Then I got AirPods for Christmas. I'm like, I can feel the quality in these. I know it hasn't been a full year yet, but they haven't messed up on me once. So I think, you know, this is going to be a good run for these. Now, I don't know if that's true for every case of AirPod, but for me, I'm I'm working, I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well, and I think that they'll, they'll be lasting a long time. So it's you always got to be willing to spend the extra money, right, for longer-lasting products. But it's also like it's a, it's a big gamble because you don't really know how it's going to differ from somebody else's experience. What if somebody does get a faulty or not as good, you know, product that you were looking to buy, and it's like, oh, this lasts me like a month or a, a, a year. It's like, oh shit, well, I gotta rethink what I'm gonna buy. 
And that's when you can always look to YouTube to like find like what's the best this bang for your buck. And then you, they, they give you links to all these other things, all these other products. And like you got to go do your own research and look them up and look at the ratings and look at the pricing and all that, the, the shipping, the handling, or what kind of company it is. And that's if you're me, like who like really takes into consideration what they're buying. <clears throat> now, if you don't and you don't really care and you have the money to do it, go for it. I mean, I'm not going to stop you. Do whatever the hell you want. Do whatever makes you happy, uh, is what I what I say. I guess, except one thing. Ye- ye- this is so silly. <clears throat> now I don't really, I don't tend to browse social media all that much. Like, uh, in a in a wide scope, like I have my lanes and I stick to them, like sports, and um, and comedy really. Like I, I don't really venture into politics or trends or selfies or I don't know challenges or TikToks or reels or shorts I don't I don't I really don't I mean I, I actually you know sports comedy video games movies that's about it really entertainment really I don't venture what I've what I've said I, I don't really venture into I'm very basic I'm very boring on social media which I think is a benefit to me to my my health my happiness and to other people I don't need to be somebody who starts shit online or, you know, makes a trend online, or does things to get attention online, or does things to post, you know, to post shit online. I think one of the cheapest things that people have done on, on the internet, and specifically Instagram and, you know, social media, is create um, something that, you know, is just a title that I think everybody on this planet already is. And I think that that is a foodie. Now, I don't, I, I looked up what, I've dived into what a foodie is. It's basically somebody who just loves food. And, and like, I think about that. I'm like, wait a minute. We all, I mean, I love food. But I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm a foodie. Like, I think we all kind of love food. Whether you eat meat, you don't eat meat, you eat vegan only, you eat keto, I don't whatever you want. We're all kind of foodies, man. This is just some kind of made-up title that's like, let's get it trending. You know, it's just like, but it's kind of like a basic way of life. We need food. Now, we love, you know, delicious food, but we also love, you know, basic-ass food, like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like, that is not a a beautiful dish. It's not like a, a ratatouille ratatouille in the movie, you know. It's, ratatouille is not the name of the rat. It's the name of the dish, I when I was a kid, I thought it was the name of the rat. But it's not like a... It's not a beautiful, stylized, eye, eye-catching, uh, you know, plate of food. It's just very basic. Like a cheeseburger, very basic. Hot dog, very basic. But it's like... I mean, I just... I don't understand. Like, and you post it, hashtag foodie. Like, yeah, but... I mean, it's very... It's... Everybody is one. And yeah, at the end of the day, everybody's a goddamn foodie. I don't think that there should be, you know, a hashtag or a title or a, c- a community of foodies. Like, we're all foodies, really. Every You ask anybody in the world, how, do you love food? They'll say yes. Everybody will. It's like, who, have you met anybody who doesn't like to eat? I don't think you have. I don't think there's, there, there, that anybody, there's anybody in the world that says, oh, I hate eating. It's a it's a waste of time. 
I don't think I've ever heard that in my life. I really don't. Because one, you're satisfying your actual need of hunger. Right? You're like you're starving, or your stomach is gargling. It's begging you, please feed me now, or I'm gonna die. <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna turn over in your stomach and make you feel terrible. Right? So you need that. Your body shakes, you get weak, you you can't concentrate. So you eat food. And you don't even necessarily, you know, need to eat it. You can drink it. You can smoothie it up, blender it up, mush it up. I'm sure some people that are really sick get fed through a tube, you know, unfortunately. But you need food. But also, like, if you say if you're, like, a perfectly fine guy, like, you're healthy and all that, you can eat. And um, you also love the taste of food. Right? There's just something about it that... I can't explain of why food tastes the way it is. Why some food is like, it tastes amazing, and other foods just don't. And your brain is like, oh, I like that. I want more of that. I want to keep getting that flavor, that taste, that feel, that, that when you eat it, when it gives you, I want more of that. I don't know what that what that is, or how that even happens. I'm not a scientist. People might think I am. But I'm not. Just saying. Sometimes I feel like I am. I try to be. But I know I'm not. I'm just shit-talking. I'm just spitting fa- and I was about to say facts. I'm just spitting dumb out here. Spitting dumb. Um, But it, it's like... I, I don't think that... Anybody really... Doesn't like eating. I mean, maybe if you're biting your tongue a lot or your lip a lot... And that it keeps happening. You for a day, you'd be like, I, I can't eat. I can't eat today. I don't. I don't even want to eat. You bite your lip and like, I knew I shouldn't have fucking ate. You know, you get mad about it. You start bleeding. But who? I don't. If anybody actually hates eating, you know, maybe DM, leave a comment. If you actually hate eating, like you're like, ah, eating, Argh. pisses me off. You know what I hate more than anything in life? Eating. You know what I hate more than the Taliban? Eating. You know what I hate more than crime? Eating. You know what I hate more than politics? Eating. Hate eating. Yeah, never. Nobody's ever. <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me, people. Nobody I know has ever had like that much hatred towards eating food. Nobody. And it's also like, how could you? I think it just goes against our natural order of survival and feeling good. Because when you do eat a good food, you feel good. When you eat plentiful, you feel good. If you don't eat a lot or if you don't eat enough, you get mad. You know, that whole full, there's a there's a fine line between full, you know, like being full of food and being satisfied. As I've grown older, I've been able to find that fine line a lot more. As a kid, I would eat so till I was full, you know, all the time. My parents would be like, "Don't eat till you're full. Eat till you're satisfied." And I'd be like, "Okay, whatever. I'll, I'll I'll just keep on eating." I used to be able to kill like seven slices of Little Caesars pizza. Seven slices. Nowadays, maybe three, four. But back in the day, seven, dude. Seven. And then me and Ed's, like, 10. And if you don't have a me and Ed's around here, 
It's only a Central Valley in California thing, but it's very good pizza. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan, but I could kill like maybe 10 slices back in the day because it was so airy and light. Crackery crust, not that thick, delicious too. I could just eat that all day. Cheeseburgers, I, I used to eat a shit ton of McDonald's back in the day. Shit ton. Like, I would get two McChickens, two McDoubles, and this is back when they were a dollar. This is back in, like, 2010, 2011. <clears throat> Maybe in, even before that, too. But I would get two and two, some order of fries, a large Coke, too, because that was also a dollar. You'd spend, like, five bucks, maybe six at McDonald's for, like, a good a, a good amount of food, like, a really good amount of food, and just go to town. Nowadays, if I go to McDonald's, I just get a meal, quarter pounder, sometimes a Big Mac. Other times, if I'm feeling really hungry, a double quarter pounder, and then after that, I'm I'm nice and on the on the on the verge of full, but satisfied. You know, you got to find that balance. And I I tried that old high school order, like maybe for a couple months, because I was like really really hungry, right? And I was like, ah, I haven't eaten all day, I'm starving, and I killed it, bro. I killed it, and I want to say that I was heavier back then. I weighed myself like the past few months and I've been losing weight because I'm just not eating as much as I used to. And just thank God because I I used to be really bad with like snacking and all that and just eating a lot of food. Like I'd snack a lot midday, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But dinner I get like seconds every time. All the time seconds. I still kind of do, but not as much as I used to. I've cut back on that. Because sometimes, you know, just one plate of dinner is fine. I feel good. <clears throat> like I said, I feel satisfied. I don't think that... Um, the, the, the Especially, like, the mentality of, like... I grew up in a mentality of, like... Um, you should eat all your food. Like, clean your plate as a kid. And I think that's very important because... If you grow up with that mentality, in my experience... Right, this is my experience... You appreciate food a lot more... Like I feel like you know when you're when you're a picky eater when you barely eat any food as a kid, and then like maybe you get struck with like rough times, and then you're like, well, food isn't like we can't have that much food on the table this you know tonight, maybe next week, then you 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 gain a little bit more of an appreciation of how to you know who works for the food, you know, or how do you <clears throat> pay for the food. <clears throat> You know, enough of the somber talk. This all got from foodies. Everybody's a foodie, man. Everybody's a foodie. You know, you don't need a title to say that you like food. It's it's silly. It's stupid. It's in. I'm not gonna say embarrassing because I do some embarrassing shit as well. But it's just like it's unnecessary. It's it's to me, it's just unnecessary. But you know, it's if if that's what you want to do, man. If you want to make a hashtag about it, a community. About foodies on social media, go ahead. I just think it's kind of unnecessary. Moving on to the news, uh, Amazon had its uh, uh, event where they're showing off a bunch of technology, like the Echo, Ring, another tablet, uh, and then they brought out this robot called the Astro, and it's a cute little robot. It's got like a, you know, like a a nice uh, chassis. With uh, wheels, three, I believe it's like two front wheels, 
and a back wheel, like kind of like a forklift type of thing. And it's got like a tablet on its head, and it's got eyes that kind of like <clears throat> are formed within the pixels of the tablet. And I was like, dude, this looks like Wally, like like a mixture of of Wally and Eve from the movie Wally. And I was like, dude, here we go, baby. This is what I'm talking about. I'm tired of all these Echo Dots and all that Google Homes and, you know, all these stationary robots. I'm like, this is what we needed. This is like a Roomba with a brain, with a bigger brain. I was like, bro, this is amazing. Because he follows you around. He's got cup holders so he can bring you a, a drink. And he's got facial recognition. He can tell who's who in the family. He can run around, roll around actually, or drive around. I don't even know. Um, he's got a little charging bay that you can plug into. He charges up. It's only $999.99, but it's not, you know, widely available yet. It's like a test thing. You got to be invited to get one, and then you get one. It's like a very controlled sale of them. I guess it's like more of like a test thing, which, you know, is fine for me because I feel like I'm not going to get one anytime soon. Also, I want to know if these actually work, which seems like what they're doing is to test them to see if they work and if they don't crash into anybody, if they don't hurt anybody, if they don't destroy themselves. Because, like, what if you got, like, stairs? Because, obviously, from what I've seen, these guys can't climb any stairs. Like, they they got no arms or legs. They just roll around or drive around. So, like, if you got a two-story house, you might be in a little bit of a pickle here. You might need to build an elevator for your, your Astro to take down and upstairs. Because if you have a two-story house, it's not going to work that well. But it looked really cool, though. I was just like, no, like, dude, this thing is awesome. This is like an actual home robot that actually moves around and can recognize people, can do tasks. He's got a little camera that kind of pops out of his head so he can look around, you know, at higher levels because he's a little guy. He's like a foot tall. He's very small. I was like, this guy, I mean, first of all, he's cute as fuck. He's short as fuck. Perfect combo for a robot. For a non-threatening looking robot, that's perfect. That's what I want for now. I mean, I don't want to like a fucking... Like a Decepticon-looking motherfucker, where he's like, you're going to transform and kill me. Or like a fucking NS5-looking motherfucker from iRobot, who's like, oh, you're kind of shady, bro. What's up with you? You mad? Who who made you mad? Like, this little guy, he's tiny. He's cute. I want it. I know it's expensive, but it's like, dude, whenever... If I have an opportunity to get it, I'm going to get it. Like For sure. Like, that thing was so cute. Oh, man. And it's like, finally. The year 2021, 22... I'm not sure when that comes out, but it's like we're going to finally be getting an actual robot for the house. And it would come from Amazon, you know, the richest, the fucking, like, the biggest corporation in the world right now. I mean, as far as I know. But it's like, damn, this is going to be cool. Like, I'm actually, I kind of, like, really want that thing. And I know people are going to be like, well, it's going to be, it's the first thing of uh, the robot uh, <clears throat> take over. Like, nah, I don't think so. Like, I don't see these guys, like you know, hurting anybody, I mean, they're so cute and tiny, like, they they have no arms, they're just wheels, and that's it, I think it's like, is it gonna be, like, listening to you, is it gonna be watching you every move, like, what's gonna happen, but I, what I've heard is, like, you can turn the cameras off, and you can turn the microphones off whenever you want, so you have complete control of what your astro can see and hear, so that's good, um, but I just want to know if, like, the, <clears throat> how is the technology gonna work, like, how's the, AI going to work? Is do they boost up like the the responses? Can you talk to it like casually? Does it have like 
you know, limitations. Like, you know, Siri, when Siri first came out, like, you could, like, you could talk to Siri, you can do things with Siri, like, hey, Siri, tell me a joke, or hey, Siri, do this, or hey, Siri, do that. But it's always, like, a limited responses, or a limited, like, you know, what, what the program was allowed to say. And I haven't, you know, I haven't really used Siri all that much since I got my iPhone back in, since I got the iPhone 4S way back in the day. Like back then, I used Siri a lot. Now, I barely know that it's a thing. So, I mean, I'm sure that the, the, the AI technology or the responsive to speech or whatever has gotten a lot better, but I just want to know, like, where is it at now? I need to see, you know, people using it more, see, especially with the Astro, like, how is that going to work? Is it going to talk to you more? I know that that makes a little, like, a little, like, cute robot beeps and boops, but it's like, <clears throat> how is it going to, like, you know, I just want to see how it performs tasks. You know, it can't clean anything, so that's kind of out of the picture. That was cool with the Roomba because it actually had a purpose. It would clean. Now, this one is just kind of like, it feels like more of a luxury item. Like, you want, like, a little robot just to be around you, like, you know, to, you know, chill out, I guess, or, hey, bring me a drink. But he, but then again, he can't bring you a drink, really. You have to have somebody give the thing a drink, and then he takes it to you because it's got no fucking arms. I don't know, but it's a, it's a good step forward, I think. For humanity with robots and the relationship with AI... It seems like it's more, you know, it's more, it's it's not as, like, AI will destroy us, or AI, or robots will take over us, or robots are going to rule the planet. It, it feels like, eh, this is kind of a cute thing, it's for luxury, if you have the money, you, can, you want it, you can get it, but it's not really something that you need. It's not really something that's going to change your life, really, it's not really something that's going to be, you know, <clears throat> very, you know, useful, I don't think so. Um, I could be wrong, but if I was to, you know, I, which I do want one, like, yeah, I would want one, but uh, I think uh, for me, logically, I should wait. Maybe another model would come along, maybe it'd be better, maybe it'd be, uh, I want to see how these ones do in the wild, see how people treat them, how, how animals treat them, because, you know, if you have a dog, you got to pretty much, like, say, teach the dog, this is not the enemy, this is not another dog, this is a robot, this is a machine, he's not here to kill you. He's just here to have fun and do what I say. He's like a you. He's like a non-biological you. But he, he he's more much more smarter. He knows how to Google uh, uh, says and, and play music. And uh, he, But he's not replacing you, Sparky. He's just another another friend. He can roll with you. He can run with you. But he, you know, he can't run for that long because he's got to charge his batteries. <clears throat> but yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to see how that actually performs though. I want to see that. Um, hopefully, it doesn't fail. I mean, I know Amazon's got a lot of potential. They got a lot of reputation. They have pretty good products. I would say a great delivery service. By the way, uh, they, you know that two-day shipping is high, high quality. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll see. I don't see. I don't hear a lot of people talking about like their, you know, their Ring or their tablets, really. I, I do hear them talk about their Echo and their Dot or whatever like that. Um, you know, their stationary um, AI. But that, 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 you know, it's like, yeah. It's good, but I think that people just don't use them as much as they would. Now, if you had a robot that actually moved, mm, I think you would use that one a lot more. I'm just saying, if you see that little fucker rolling around like, hey, what's up, bro? Look me up this. He does it for you. I think that that would make me use it more. I'm just saying, if like he's just like you know, driving around like having fun, like bobbing his head like that, making beeps and boops, I'd, I'd want to like ask him a question. I'm just saying, 
Now, if it's just like an Alexa just standing there, like with a light, it's like, I ain't gonna ask you much, man. I ain't gonna ask, ask you much. That's just my opinion, though. It's cool, though. It's cool. It makes you feel like it, like we're actually entering the future. Like this one thing right here, this Astro, this rolling robot, and you know, makes me really think, oh, we've entered like this future domain now. Now we're, now we're into the home robot thing. Now we're in. Now other companies are gonna be like, oh, we can compete with that. We can make a better one. And then here we go. Now we're off to the future. Off to the future. This is this is the embarking onto the future. The dawn of the future has begun for the home. The dawn of home um home service the, the future of home service has changed with the launch of the Amazon Astro. This is it, bro. This is it. I can't wait. Also in the news of entertainment, we're moving on to movies and you know. I mean, last week we got some of the best news, in my opinion, on movies and entertainment, and I just, I'm excited. Of course, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie that's coming up by being made by Illumination and Nintendo. If you don't know who Nintendo is, they made Mario, they made Mario Brothers, Smash Bros, uh, Super Mario World 1, 2, 3... Mario Sunshine, they made all the Mario Link games, um, Donkey Kong, they make all those games and publish them, and you can play them on the Switch, the Wii, the Wii U, Nintendo 64, GameCube, whatever. <clears throat> and Illumination is an animated studio that makes movies as such as Despicable Me, 1, 2, 3, Gru, uh, um, Minions, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, all those movies, that's Illumination. They've teamed up. They're making an animated movie taking place in the world of Super Mario Bros. And they released the cast of who's going to be Mario, Luigi. And I'll just run through that real quick. Mario is being played by Chris Pratt. I love this. He voiced a Lego. He's in Jurassic World. He's in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. He's a really fun dude. And I'm excited. I want to see his take on Mario. If they're going to make him like speak in an Italian accent. How they're gonna do this? If they're gonna make it, I don't even. I, I don't. I don't know how they're gonna do this. <clears throat> but it's like, <clears throat> I just want to see what they do. Like everybody has their opinion. Like, oh well, they already had to have a person who voiced Mario for like you know decades. And you know, all, to all credit to uh, Charles Martinet who still does it, and I love his work and I enjoy it. But you gotta understand, like this is gonna be a movie. This is a little bit different than a video game. In most of the video games, like, Mario just says, hoo-hoo, and waha. It doesn't really speak all that much. You know, a couple games he does, but, like, in the mainline Mario games, like, Odyssey and Galaxy doesn't really speak on that much. So, it's it's going to be it's gonna be new. It's going to be challenging for some people, but I think it's going to work out. And we got Charlie Day playing Luigi. I mean, what a great casting for... The younger brother, the younger idiot brother, Luigi. If you know this, I'm not a big fan of Luigi. So, Charlie Day as as Luigi makes a ton of sense. Makes, you know, it, it definitely sounds like a, like a, he could play be the younger brother to, to Chris Pratt. It it looks like it. It's, it's, it, it looks great. <clears throat> I can't wait. I'm excited. And then we got Anya Taylor-Joy, who I don't even know who, where she, what she's in, playing Princess Peach. But I do, I did. I mean, you click on her IMDb, she kind of looks like Princess Peach. Like, she could play, like, a live-action 
Princess Peach. And, and I know this is going to be animated and they're going to be voicing, but she could play a live action uh, Princess Peach if she wanted to, for sure. Um, <coughs> then we got uh, Jack Black as Bowser. I'm not excited for this. I'll be honest with you. Bowser seems like a more... Well, he's a villain, if you don't know. But more of a brooding, deeper voice type of thing. Now, now they could obviously, you know, mix his voice to sound like more of like a, a big brooding Koopa. You know, bad guy, dragon with a tail who breathes fire. That type of villain. But, like, as I look at the cast list right now, this just doesn't kind of... It, it doesn't really make all that much sense to me. So, I'm a little bit skeptical on that, but it's, uh, you know... I'm willing to check it out to see what they got. He's a great voice actor, too, by the way. Great actor, too. I mean, if you didn't watch Kung Fu Panda, he's great in that. He's also in... Um, what what else is he in animated-wise? Uh, let me click his biography real, real quick, because I know he's in Kung Fu Panda 1, 2, and 3 as Poe, and he's great in that. Um, those movies, he's, he's fantastic. He's... Um, <clears throat> let me check this out right now. Um... See, known for School of Rock, Nacho Libre, and he's in the um, the uh, Peter Jackson's uh, King Kong. So he's been in a lot of good things. He's got a good voice for animation. He was recently in the Jumanji movies, um, one one and two, the newer ones. So if if you like Jack Black, this is gonna be good for you. This is gonna be, you're gonna make you happy. I'm just a little bit skeptical on how they're gonna use the voice if they're gonna change it or not because he just doesn't seem like a Bowser. He just doesn't. Uh, next, we got Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, which I I don't really th- see this either. I really don't. I mean, like, are we just gonna make Donkey Kong like high? I, I mean, it, I don't. I have nothing against that, but if that's the, you know, the the angle, I mean, I guess that would fit. I just I can't really picture Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong right now. I I just don't really see it. I see if I were to pick who would voice Donkey Kong, mm, let me think. Because I don't see him as Donkey Kong, man. Maybe The Rock? You know, because Donkey Kong is also really buff. And he could kind of, you know, you know, give him like a whole like gym rat kind of angle if they wanted to. Maybe work out with some barrels or some shit. Bench press a barrel. I, I don't know. Like healthy, eats a lot of fruit. Maybe The Rock? I, I just don't see Seth Rogen really as Donkey Kong. Because... I, I don't know, and then they're gonna throw in that the Donkey Kong, the the Seth Rogen laugh. You know that they're gonna make that, and I don't know. It just kind of seems like it's also kind of doesn't fit. I don't know. I could be wrong, but you know we'll see. I, I just I I would I would say more The Rock would be a lot <laughs> a lot funnier for him to be Donkey Kong than Seth Rogen. But we'll see when the movie comes out. Again, it comes out in twenty twenty two, and then we got um, Fred uh, Armisen voicing Cranky Kong, which I believe is Donkey Kong's grandpa, who, correct me if I'm wrong, has not been in a Mario Donkey Kong Nintendo game at all since Donkey Kong 64, I believe. I believe. But it's been a while since he's been in anything. Um, Don't really know much about this guy, to be honest with you, and don't really know much about Cranky Kong, but I'm I'm down to see what he does in the movie. We got uh, Kevin Michael Richardson playing Kamek, who, if you don't know, is the wizard. You know, the Koopa wizard who's got, like, a wizard cap on. He's got a wand, a cloak on. Pretty much a Harry Potter character in Mario who casts spells and does magic and all that. So he's going to be voicing that. I'm not sure who this guy is either. I'll click his IMDb. I know, not very professional. I know, right? He's in Mortal Kombat. He's Lilo and Stitch. Transformers. Uh, Batman. Uh, the Batman animated series from 2004 to 2008. 
Oh, he was he was Goro back in the in the Mortal Kombat in nineteen ninety eight. And oh, if you don't know, he played Cap Captain Gantu in Lilo and Stitch. If you don't remember the, that character? He was like remember the the alien characters that were sent to Earth to find Stitch. He was the bigger one. He was the fatter one. And then Mister Plickley was the skinny guy with the one eye. So that 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 if you know Lilo and Stitch, you might be able to narrow that down and actually you know hear his voice. That'd be pretty cool. I, I'm down for that. And we got one of my favorite castings, I think, out of this entire cast list. One of them. It's not my favorite yet, but it's one of them. Keegan-Michael Key voicing Toad. Are you kidding? Are you fucking kidding? This is incredible. If you don't know Keegan-Michael Key, if you didn't watch Key and Peele, this guy has a range in his voice. He can do many voices in, and, and, and act in them. And, you know, act comically. This Toad guy, this Toad is going to be the comedic relief, I can already tell. Like, this guy is going to be so funny. He's going to, oh, just, his voice behind the look of Toad. It, I can picture it now, man. I mean, they can make it, it, him high-pitched, low-pitched, medium-pitched. He can act. He's very good at improv improvisation. Dude, this is going to be sick. I cannot wait for this guy to be to, to be towed. This is a perfect fit for me. I I mean, <laughs> there's already some funny photoshops of him, you know, dressed up as Toad with like the little mushroom head and all that. And I was just thinking like, oh, this is going to be this is going to be this is going to be awesome. I cannot wait for this. Then we have Char Charles Martinet voicing other voices. Obviously, he's the original Mario and Luigi voice. Uh, you know, all respect to this man. He's made my childhood a very memorable time with Mario. Not so much with Luigi, but, you know, to each his own. And then we got... Okay, this is my favorite one. This is my favorite one. We got Sebastian Maniscalco vo voicing Spike. And I don't know if it's going to be like the Spikes in the movie or, or, or in the game that are that are the bad guys to Mario trying to, like, hurt Mario or if it's another character. But I can't wait to see this guy in it because he's actually Italian. And he's voicing an, uh, a a bad guy. You would think that they might have put you know Sebastian as Mario because you know he's Italian. I mean, I don't know if that's offensive to Italians, but I think that that would be also a good fit. I also love Chris Pratt as well, but like you know, but could you imagine Sebastian? You know, this guy's gonna be getting the one-liners the entire movie. I think. I mean, okay, so if Spike is the bad guy or one of the bad guys, he's essentially like a Goomba in the Mario world. Like a bad guy, like on the stages, in the world, he's like a bad guy that you can stomp down or throw things at him, and he would die, like a Goomba or a Koopa. So, could you imagine a Spike being voiced by Sebastian Maniscalco? Like Mario, what are you doing? You can't be here. This is Bowser's castle. Hang out here. We gotta get Mario. I don't, I don't know why he's here, boss. I don't know why. But he's here. Yeah, yeah. Aren't you embarrassed? If you don't know, that's a that's a pretty poor impression of Sebastian Maniscalco. But he's a stand-up comedian. You can find his specials on Netflix. Highly, highly recommend. Very, 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 very funny comedian. But yeah, uh, that's the cast list that we have so far. It's going to be directed by, uh, let's see, Aaron Horvath and Michael. Jelenic? 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 I think that's how you pronounce it. They're known for doing 
animated uh, um, shows like, uh, let's see, uh, both of them have done Teen Titans Go and Batman and um, let's see, Naruto. So, yeah, I mean, these guys are pretty much going to be animated. You know, the bread and butter uh, you can pick for an animated movie to bring in an animation you know, film of an adaptation of a video game and, you know, video game series, other characters like Mario, Luigi, Donkey Kong, Cranky, Spike, Bowser, to life. I mean, I'm excited. I know a lot of people on the internet hate Chris Pratt, but I don't. And, um, or they say that they hate Chris Pratt. But, you know, I'm a very positive guy with this. I'm excited I just gotta wait to see the first trailer. Hopefully that isn't like not like a deal breaker for me because it it could like any other movie, any other any type of project that's being based off an existing property and this being a video game series or series is could fail. Very much could fail. But I I'm very high I'm very positive. But I'm also gonna be like, I'll wait to see what they show me before I make my decision to I'm pro- you know, I- I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm going to see it no matter what. But it's like, to think it's going to be good or not is going to vary from what we see in the future. So, there's that. I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah. Can't wait to see this. Cannot wait. Jesus. All right. Now we're moving on to sports. And uh, lately, we've been, we've been talking a lot of football lately. A lot of football, a lot of the NFL but we're going to shift gears a bit, and we're going to talk about Major League Baseball because since tomorrow is October, October is the month of the MLB postseason. Now it kind of goes into, it could go into November depending on the scheduling, but usually it it lasts all of you know you know pretty much only in October, pretty much. But it could it could extend to November, but usually October is when uh, all of it happens, and it's it's one of the best year uh, times of year. Like I said at the beginning, fall is here. It's football season. You know, I'm, you know, reclaiming fall in my mind as football season and uh, renaming it actually. But also when October rolls around, we get NFL, you know, regular season football, college football. If you like that, I don't. MLB playoffs and then the start of the NBA and NHL. So we're going to get all these sports all at once for a while. And it's the best time of year, man. The best time of year. I, I I absolutely love it, love it, and then we're gonna we're getting into, like I said, the postseason. If you don't already know who my team is, I'm a Los Angeles Dodgers fan, and have been for a while. And right now we're looking pretty good. I gotta say, yeah, we're we're behind the Giants still, but we're doing well. We're winning some games. We probably won't cl- uh, clinch the division because the Giants are just a really 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 good team. But it's gonna scare me. I'm I'm actually kind of scared right right now. You know because. They're really good. And I know that we're also very good as, you know, the Dodgers. But for some reason, it's like, it feels like the the, the the Giants just play us really, really good. More often than we do, I think. Now, to you know, to credit where credit is due, the past few years we've been beating them. We, we've been, you know, in the playoffs. We've been doing better, actually, is what I meant to say. We've been doing better than them. But we still lose to them, you know. Even when, like last year, when they were bad, we would lose to them a lot more than I would like it. This year, now that they got they're the, they're the best team in baseball, you know, record wise, and even you could argue like you know uh, roster wise as well. I mean, they're 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 just doing things that I y- you can't really place how 
or why they're so good. They just are. Um, their pitching's great. Their hitting's great. Their coaches got them all bought in. I mean, credit where credit is due. They're they're the best team in baseball. Now we're right behind them, and I know that that we have immense talent. You know, Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, Max Scherzer, Clayton Kershaw's back. AJ Pollock just got back. Um, Cody Bellinger's getting healthier. Um, uh, Justin Turner is our captain. Max Muncy, uh, Chris Taylor. We have a ton of Will Smith. We have so much talent, but with that talent, I believe we just we we succumb to pressure more than other teams because it's true. We should be winning this this year's World Series and even next year's World Series. We should be, but that pressure I feel like is just so immense that it kind of prevents us from doing that. Uh, that's just my take, but I feel like with all this talent and with the manager behind it and with the the staff and the the, the pitching, the rotation. The bullpen is solid, and then just our hitting is just very good. But it's it's because we have all this, you know, pressure and and uh, talk about us so that we got to win it all. It's just I feel like that kind of gets into our head. But you know, that's just my opinion. But looking forward to the the, the postseason, as it looks, you know, right now, um, we uh, you know I'll break down the entire you know bracket of what's going to be happening. But if it you know if if the playoffs did start today, and um, <clears throat> You know, we didn't have another you know, couple more days of the season. The American League League Wild Card would be the 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 Yankees versus the Red Sox, and I mean, like that that just seems like a a tease, right? Like you would want that to be a series in the American League, but it, it, you know, it's not really going to happen. It's just going to be one game to see who go, who moves on to the actual you know NLD or ALDS. Then for the National League, we have the Wild Card game, which would be the Dodgers. And the Cardinals. Now I know the Cardinals have been on a super, super hot winning streak, but I just feel like they're not the best team, like roster-wise. They've also haven't been playing like the best opposition. So I think that when they play us, we're gonna steamroll them. Now I know that I'm gonna be hating this if we actually end up losing and getting bounced out of the out of the out of the postseason, but. I'm pretty confident in our team. I think that we're better, obviously, and we're more talented. And we just, you know, I think that the Cardinals are just going to be run dry after um, this because it, it just happens to teams. Like, you get into this, you know, winner-go-home mode too early in the season, like when you're trying to make it, that you just run out of gas when you hit, like, a really, really, really good team and that you just have no more answers. I feel like that's going to happen with them. I hope so because if they – that's what happens and we do um, – make it to the NLDS, we'll be playing, uh, I believe, the Giants if we beat the Cardinals. So that's And that's going to be the NLDS series. So that's going to be fucking insane. Like, if we have to play the Giants, if we, and when we do play the Giants, dude, I'm going to be fucking... I'm going to be either really, really mad or really, really, really fucking sad. So just be, you know, be prepared in the, in the future episodes of this podcast to be, either see mad or extreme, you know, happy Alex, like really happy, or extremely, extremely mad Alex. Just letting you know. And then, um, right now the ALDS, or the, the the matchups for the ALDS are the Astros versus the White Sox, and then the Rays versus whoever wins between the Yankees and the Red Sox. Then we have the Brewers versus the uh, the Braves and the NLDS. 
And then the Giants of whoever wins between the Dodgers and the Cardinals, which is going to be the Dodgers. And it's going to make that happen. <clears throat> I'm very, very nervous. I'm just saying that right now. Any Dodgers fan out there is should be extremely, extremely nervous. Because one, the Cardinals could beat us. They could slap our ass and beat us. And two, we're playing the Giants. They're going to be home. So I believe they're going to be home. So this is going to be, I mean, <laughs> this is going to be wild. This is going to feel like the World Series, actually, to me. Because if we can beat the Giants... To, to play either the Braves or the Brewers, we're gonna win that series. We'll win it. We'll, we'll beat the Braves or the Brewers. It's um, that's like that, that's that should be a cakewalk. But if we play the the Giants, I mean, this is gonna be the this might be even tougher than the actual World Series. Like no joke, this might be actually tougher than if we get to the World Series and play either the the Rays or the Rays, Astros, White Sox or. Yankees or Red Sox. It's going to be tougher than that because this is going to be all about passion and pride and the rivalry between the two teams. This is going to be insane, man. I wish it didn't have to come to this, but it is. <clears throat> so, all, I mean, all you can do really is just pray and hope. You know, if you're a Dodgers fan, pray and hope that this team can actually muster all that talent and, and, and you know, everything together for this one series. Again, this is if we beat the Cardinals and just beat the shit out of the goddamn Giants. Beat the shit out of them. Ah, man. It almost wants me not to... I almost don't want to watch any of those games if it happens because I'll get either very mad or very, very happy. But mostly I'll be mad the entire the entire series. It's just going to happen. I already know it. I'm I'm embracing for the anger and the and the tweets to come out. I'll I'll be having Dave Roberts's like saying he's he should be fired. Clayton Kershaw's done. Why did we even get Max Scherzer? Trey Turner shouldn't be playing second base. Um, I'm I'm gonna be Kenley sucks as always. He never should have been put in that situation. The bullpen is terrible. We cannot hit a damn ball. I mean, it's just it's going to happen, people. I'm just giving you a warning right now that the next couple weeks, if we do beat the Cardinals, are going to be very, very bad on Twitter. I'm going to be calling everybody out. I'm going to be so mad. You might have to block me or mute me or just unfollow because this is just going to be this is going to be a bloodbath for me. It's going to be torturous. I'm going to lose my actual mind. I might actually lose my mind. I I can't... Again, I'm going off on this, but I'm rambling, but I, I, I just can't see... How if we play the Giants, that this shouldn't be the World Series because we're the best two teams in the league, or yeah, in 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 MLB. So it's like okay, if we can beat the Giants, we can beat anybody. We should win the World Series if we can beat the Giants. Truly, like I actually believe that. It's do or die here. I know it's a couple days until you know the postseason actually starts, or a few days, but like. Still, I'm gonna get this out now because I'm just letting you know. I'm letting you know right now. It could be very. It could be a dark, darker October for uh, your boy Alex here. A dark, dark October. Just be prepared. Be prepared. All right. Moving on. That was baseball. Now we're into football. Week three just happened. A lot of stuff happened. A lot of things that we should be on the lookout happened. Maybe people. Some rookie quarterbacks on the bust watch. 
maybe all of them. Hey, I don't know. I'm just saying it. I'm, I'm calling it as I see it. But, you know, let's break down every game. Let's let's go to the score. I'll tell you the scores of the games, see what happened, see what didn't happen, how I felt about it. Was I right? Was I wrong? We'll, we'll see. The Panthers beat the Texans 24-9 in one of the worst Thursday night games I've ever seen. Offensively, very dull at the half. The half ended with 7-0 Carolina. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you didn't check out of this game, if you did, I don't blame you. And if you didn't, why would you not? Because this was a bad game, uh, if, if, unless you're a Panthers fan. And then the, the Panthers did win. Sam Darnold looked good, decent. Matt Rule looks like a pretty decent head coach. Uh, the Texans have no quarterback as usual. They have, you know, Davis Mills, who, you know, looked okay, but ultimately not a not a starting quarterback in this league, in my opinion. Um, uh, it just didn't look all that well. He looked at uh, like he was behind a lot. Um, um, one touchdown, they missed an extra point, which is very sad another field goal in the fourth quarter like why would you even go for a field goal in the fourth quarter you're already behind 17 or 14 to 6 why do that i don't know you got to score points and yeah sam darnold looks better he's not doesn't look great but he looks decent enough for that team they've been playing pretty well the defense was was clearly uh, good enough to win and yeah i mean like until you get to rod taylor back we can't really judge the Texans all that much. And who knows how long he'll be out for? It is a hamstring thing, I believe. So that could be, you know, tricky. But you got to be careful with that and not ruin his hamstring either, even further. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes in the future. Next, we got Washington against the Bills. The Bills beat the what, the football team 43-21 to, to, uh, to in, a, in, a, in a game where... Um, the 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 um the Bills didn't look that great at the beginning, but then they came back to win. They did allow uh, Washington to score twenty one points, but I think the one of the biggest like takeaways is Washington's defense looks very bad, like really bad. I think they're ranked thirty thirty first in, in the league, just ahead of Seattle, who's the worst, I believe, and they they look very bad. Like like they they don't look like they're led by uh, Chase Young. They don't look like they have passion. They allow a lot of points. They don't look threatening. They don't. They don't. They don't look scary. I don't know what's happening with these guys. You know, last year, the, these guys, the, their defense was so good and was very surprising because the, that rookie Chase Young was like the leader. And I was like, dude, these guys look pretty good. I can't lie. I like what I'm seeing. But this season, they they they've just been in a shell of themselves. It's actually been kind of embarrassing. I like I I don't I don't mean to like you know bash on them but like they they're just not performing that well. And um yeah, Josh Allen was very good. He lit up the joint with uh, four touchdowns, 358 yards. Um Cole Beasley had 11 inter- uh, receptions and 98 yards. So they look better. They look like they're more on track. They're 2 and 1. The football team is is 1 and 2. So, well, I mean, we'll see. The NFC East has not looked that great, aside from the Cowboys. So, we'll see. They might just, you know, be in the playoffs, like, right now. You can probably say that they'll, they'll be in the playoffs right now because of the rest of the teams of the NFC East. I guarantee you, right now, some people are just going to mark put them in right now because everybody else on that in that division looks like crap. 
truly does. I mean, there's no way around it. They truly look like crap. Next, we're moving on to the Bears and the Browns. The Bears beat the Browns twenty-six to six, and it will it it was it was bad. I mean, Justin Fields looked terrible. He did. He looked really bad. Uh, Baker Mayfield looked pretty good, decent, nineteen for thirty for thirty-one, two hundred forty-six yards and one touchdown. Nick Chubb was good, twenty-two carries and eighty-four yards, and Odell Beckham Jr. had five receptions and seventy-seven yards. I mean, the Bears, in my opinion. They just looked like they didn't know how to play with Justin Fields. It, it might seem like like weird, but it just seems like they don't know how to play with him. And you know he didn't have you know he didn't throw the ball very well. I think like his his stats were like pretty bad actually. I'm trying to find like let's just see if I can find his stats. Yeah, okay, so he's he was six for twenty, and he had sixty eight yards. And um, his QBR was 6.0. Um, and yeah, it just looked really bad. No interceptions, but like averaging 3.4 yards a pass. Yeah, not good. I mean, I don't know what it is. I don't want to call him a bust yet. But it's not looking well. But it, you know what? I'll get to that later. Later. I'll get, I'll, I'll get to that later. Uh, moving on, Ravens versus the Lions. Ravens win 19 to 17. Look, I mean, when you got a kicker like Justin Tucker who's going to make a 66-yard field goal off the crossbar and in, I mean, that's greatness right there. I know he's a kicker and I know like they're like the most unappreciated players on the field, but it's like, dude, if you're going to make a, a a record-breaking field goal, right? 66 yards, do it when it bounces off the crossbar and in. That's amazing. That's great. That's fantastic. Um, and just watching it live, too, because I saw it live. And it did bounce, and I sh- and I shot up out of my couch. And I was like, oh, did it make it? And then it actually went in, and the, 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 the ref's hands went up. And I was like, oh, fuck, he made it. Shit. I was surprised. I was like, whoa, that's that's been a record for, like, for years, bro. I remember when Matt Prater hit that in Mile High in, 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 uh, in Denver. I was like, holy shit, that was sick. Congratulations to Justin Tucker and the Ravens that are not 2-1. The Lions are 0-3. Look, I'll say this about the Lions. They look like they actually compete well. Like, they compete well. I love their coach, Dan Campbell. He's got a very fiery personality. He's got a very passionate... Uh, he's very passionate about his team and his players. I really like that about him. I think that it's, that's really cool. Um, But yeah, I mean, like... There's one to, to compete every game... But you gotta start winning these games. You gotta you gotta put together a game plan where you can actually walk out walk out with a win, and not just say that oh we competed. I mean now you're own three. I know we, not much was expected of you coming into the year, but I think that your players are gonna be like we gotta start winning, coach. Come on, let's go. All right, moving on. Colts versus the Titans. The Titans look good. They're on a roll now. They won two and two and one after that first week loss. That actually you know, including me, was saying like are the Titans frauds? They look a lot better. They just beat the, the the Seahawks the week before, and they beat the Colts. Who the Colts actually? They they they, they looked really bad with uh, Carson Wentz out there, even though he was you know injured both of his ankles. Um, it looked pretty bad. They looked not that great. They had like pretty much no receivers out there besides Michael Pittman Jr., who I did start in my league because you know fuck everybody else. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so the Titans look better. Better. They look like they're actually for real. They they don't look like frauds. 
they might be legit. They might be, I don't know. We'll, we'll just have to see when they actually play like, you know, um, the Bills maybe or in the future or, for the, or, or, or the Chiefs if they actually do play them. I'm not sure if they do play them. Then we got the Chargers and the Chiefs. The Chargers beat the Chiefs 30 to the 24. Uh, the Chiefs did the, what they kind of do the previous games. They kind of like, you know, half-assed at the first half. They turn on the Jets in the second half, then they actually, you know, would end up winning the game. You never should bet against Patrick Mahomes, right? Or say that he's going to win or, or lose, actually. And, like, you know, I, I never was that type of person. But the Chiefs, after these, you know, these last two games, maybe you could because they haven't looked all that great. They look kind of like, you know, that they're always in, like, cruise control for too long, and then, then, then they actually turn up the Jets, and they actually play well, and then they actually win the game. But these past two games, they haven't been doing that, and they've actually, you know, lost kind of on, like, last possessions. Patrick Mahomes didn't play that well. He threw a couple picks. Justin Herbert threw two, four, four touchdowns, and, yeah, I mean, the Chargers, they, they don't look like, they don't look convincing yet, but they definitely can win games. And, like, they'll win games. They can win games in the long run. Like, I think that they'll actually be a contender. But don't be, you know, super high on them because it could easily derail any time, I think. The Saints beat the Patriots 28-13. Jameis comes back. He has a better game. Mac Jones had a bad game. 30 for 51, 270 yards with one touchdown. Uh, Alvin Kamara did decent, 24 carries and 89 yards look I mean like it was just a game of like you have a rookie quarterback and I don't and I have a good defense so I'm going to make your rookie quarterback look really bad against my elite defense because the Saints defense is really good they're really really good the offense isn't there yet because they don't have Michael Thomas I think and Jameis is still learning the the system of Sean Payton so I think a little bit more time they'll get better and they won't be as mm, let's see have a, I think they'll have a stronger offensive presence when they get those that, that uh, Michael Thomas back and uh, Jameis really is in, immersed into, the, into that pain system or that yeah that pain system so yeah the Saints beat the Patriots 28 to 13 Falcons got a win they beat the Giants 17 to 14 and uh they actually you know not my favorite win because the head coach Arthur Smith doesn't have a reason to put Kyle Pitts when they're in a red zone opportunity. Like, I mean, he's my fantasy tight end, bro. He's talented as fuck, but you're not going to put Kyle Pitts on the field? Like, what's going on here? Like, I know that I'm just me bitching about my fantasy team, but, like, if you have, if you're a Falcons fan, why the fuck are you not putting Kyle Pitts for a red zone scoring opportunity? I, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand He's he's been so underperforming this entire season. It's been really annoying too because it's just like, dude, he's so talented. He's really good. He's an athletic monster. He's big. He's strong. He's fast. Like, what is the problem here? I I don't get it. And the Giants, yeah, they, they did the giant things. Um, Saquon, sixteen carries, fifty-one yards, one touchdown. He's still not doing enough, man. He's not doing enough. I don't know what it is. I don't know if he was hurt. He might have been. But it's just not enough anymore. You gotta unleash this motherfucker. Like it's just if you're if you're still if you're still if the Giants are still holding him back. No. You can't be doing that anymore. Because 
You got Alvin Kamara with 24 carries. You got who who else had fuck Derrick Henry with 28. Um, I think I saw some. I think I'm gonna get to it, but I think Najee Harris had like 41 carries. I think if I can find it. No, 14. Sorry, he had 14 carries. I mean, come on, man. And he's a rookie. So they got the Daniel Jones, 24 for 38, 266 yards, no touchdowns. So nothing's really working for them. I mean, it's it's going to be a long year for the New York Giants. I know a couple of New York Giants fans are like, they don't even know what to do. Because on paper, they should be winning games, but they're not. Daniel Jones is like, on paper, not that bad of a quarterback, but you might have to take a second look at it and be like, maybe he's not the guy for the future. Maybe maybe it's just not going to be him. Moving on, the Bengals beat the Steelers 24-10. Uh, to 10. Listen, it's really painful to see the Steelers lose this bad and see how un- ineffective and how, like, just how Big Ben is. I mean, he had 38 for 28. Uh, he was 38 for 28. Uh, 318 yards, one TD. That's a lot of throwing for a man who's that old. He's been in the league for so long when you can clearly see that he's not younger Big Ben. Not old Big Ben. He's just... It's sad. Because these guys, I mean, 10 points. 10 points. I mean, like that's just... And the yardage is not bad. For 38 completions, I mean, it might be kind of, eh, might not be the best, but it's like, and then Najee Harris, uh, 14 receptions, actually, not even rushing, actually, I was wrong on that, that's reception, receptions, 102 yards, so, I don't know, man, and they have nobody to back him up, really, like, they have, I think they have Mason Rudolph still, I think, but he's not even that good either, they might need to not saying tank, but maybe look to draft a quarterback because I think this is going to be the final year of Big Big Ben in Pittsburgh, and it's not going to be the dream send-off that he wanted, clearly. Moving on, we got the Cardinals and the Jaguars. Cardinals beat the Jaguars 31-19. to They looked dynamite. Not in the first half, but in the second half they did. They came to life because the Jaguars were actually leading this game uh, 13-7 to at the half. They're like, okay, the Jaguars look good. They're at home, back in Duval County. Everybody's like, you know, Trevor Lawrence is playing well. And, you know, we can win this game. But then the Cardinals just stormed back to 17 in the third, 7 in the fourth quarter. You know, Kyler Murray looking a lot better in the second half. And it's just like, yeah, the Jaguars aren't there yet. They're not there yet. They'll get there, hopefully, eventually. With Urban Meyer, maybe not this year or the next year. Maybe not even in his, you know, his tenure there. But they'll get there without him. I believe so. Even with Trevor Lawrence. Without Urban Meyer, I believe that they will get there. Uh, the Jets get fucking blanked by the Broncos, 26-0. to Zach Wilson continues to not play well. Um, I don't know how you could say that you played an at-all a good game when you score no points. Like, there's no positives you can take away from this game. You can't go back and watch the film and be like, hey, we did this good, we did that. No, I don't think you can. This is already going to be two games. Week two, they scored six points. This past week was zero. There's nothing you can take away from this. You can't even show that film to people, I think. 
I don't think you can. Because it's just, they did nothing right. They looked bad. Zach Wilson looked really bad. The the, the defense of the Giants, or the Jets was bad. Teddy Bridgewater was good. He 19 for 25, 235 yards, no touchdowns, but he was very efficient. Melvin Gordon the third, 18 carries, 60 yards, one touchdown. My running back for my fantasy team, thank God. But he, it's just, this is not a good start for Robert Salah. And with the, with the Jets, it's just, it's not a good start. And should we be very concerned? I think we should. I think we should because I don't know if they can come back from this. This might be a, this might be a, a whole, they could go 0-17. That's going to be your first one. 0-17. But, you know, we'll see. I, I don't think that, that, they, that they can possibly turn it around, you know, truly. But eh, anything's possible in the NFL. Anything is possible. I say that as I, I, I actually <clears throat> am confident. I'm not confident, but I can never say definitively that they won't win it, that they're going to go 0-17. I cannot say that definitively because I don't know. Moving on, the Dolphins lose to the Raiders 31-28. to uh, Derek Carr played good, 26 for 43, 386 yards, two touchdowns. Um, what's, who's been coming out in clutch for them is Brian Edwards, man. This guy has three receptions. For 89 yards, some deep catches, some good catches. Um, yeah, they played good. They're three and zero actually. They're they're three and zero for like the first time in a while, I think. So yeah, I mean, you could say that they're they could be for real. They could be a fraud. I would tend to believe that they're a fraud because in the past, John Gruden has had some pretty decent starts in the previous years, and then they just kind of f- like fizzled out and did nothing after that. So I don't think that we could really judge them based on this sure they look decent they played well but it is it is a 17 game season and we got to make sure that we're not jumping the gun here because they could easily you know f- you know fumble everything away and just die out you know fizzle out so i don't think that will happen you know maybe they've got maybe they've actually gotten better i don't know the defense played pretty well not really in this game but the previous games they they, they came in clutch actually oh fuck sorry I burped right there. Um, they came in clutch. They haven't played well. They allowed 28 points this game, 35 last game to the Baltimore Ravens. Or no, 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 no. 20, no, what was it? 17, I think, last game. And then like 35 to the Baltimore Ravens in, the, in week one. So they haven't been playing well, but they have been playing clutch. They've came come in when it's necessary to you know make stops. So they've been playing okay. The Buccaneers lose to the Rams 34-24. to Thank God. Thank God for not just me as a Rams fan and who believes in this team. And, you know, we look like the, the the contender in the NFC to beat. Right now we do. Right now we look very good. Matthew Stafford, man. I have him, I have him on my fantasy team. He's going to be starting next game, I think. I think he might actually start next game uh, next week because or this week, this coming up week, because he's been playing very well. You know, everybody was talking like, does he have it in him still? Is he young enough? Is he good enough? Is this his, the right time for him to make the move to the Rams? Yes, this is the absolute perfect time. He found the system. He found the coach. He found the receivers, the players, the running backs. He found the perfect spot for him. And I think that this is going to be our year to actually get to the Super Bowl and actually win it because we have, in my opinion, an elite quarterback. Elite. In Detroit, he was he was a fraud elite. You know, in his younger days, he can sling the ball well, but the, that team was just... After they got rid of Jim Caldwell, they never were that good. 
Matt Patricia was such a bad hire. Such a there's just some people that should just stay coordinators and not be the head coach. Matt Patricia is one of the bigger is probably the biggest reason of why. Him and Anthony Anthony Lynn. Matt Patricia probably number one and then Anthony Lynn number two. They just because the court he's a coordinator for the um uh, shit. Fuck, I'm forgetting it. But he's a coordinator, but he he's doing very well. And then same with, same with Patricia, uh, Patricia. He does well as a defensive coordinator. So, like, yeah, keep him there. There's no shame in, in not being a head coach. I'm pretty sure that, that, that they never want to be head coaches again. I'm pretty sure. At, le- at least Patricia should hope on his grave that he would never become another head coach in the NFL. Um, Yeah. But we beat the the Buccaneers, thank God, because I was getting a little scared. I was thinking like, I was thinking like, are these guys really that good? Are they that invincible? Are they going to be like the undefeated again? But no, we gave them a loss, a loss. Thank God, we, he's human. Tom Brady's human. They're all human. We can, they're beatable. We can beat them, and it just reassures you that oh, nobody's invincible here. Let's go. Seahawks lose to the Vikings, seventeen to thirty or thirty to seven. The, the, the Vikings win. Um, Kirk Cousins played well, 30 for 38, 323 yards, three touchdowns. And then we got Justin Jefferson, nine receptions, 118 yards, and one touchdown. They looked very, very good. Uh, they came alive today, folks. They actually came alive. They're one and two now. They won a game. Uh, they blanked the, 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 the Seahawks in the second half. The Seahawks did not score a point in the second half which is alarming because they looked pretty decent in their their first two games. At least I know they lost the second game, but the first game they looked very dominant. But they had no answers after the first half. They just didn't do anything. And I think that's one of the... That's a big question mark. When you can go an entire half without scoring any points is very bad. It means, like, whatever you did in the first half, you just forgot about in the second half. So they got to, you know, look at what's happening there. I think they'll be fine because... They're a well-coached team. They have Russell Wilson. They got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. They have people that can make plays on the ball. I don't know. It's just it just didn't happen that well in this game. Like I said, they got blanked. So the the Vikings win. They come back. They Kirk Cousins like heard his criticisms, which they're you know very deservedly uh, criticism. And he's like, I'm I'm gonna be better. I'm gonna be good enough to win this game. And he was. Uh, yeah, good performance by Kirk Cousins. Next we got the. Packers and the 49ers. The Packers beat the 49ers 30-28 to in a nail-biter. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is inevitable. He's inevitable. He's still inevitable. He's incredible. He had, what was it, 37 seconds on the clock to get them into field goal range, and he actually did it in, like, 37 seconds, I believe. Yeah, I mean, like, with no timeouts, no timeouts, by the way. None. It was like a completion, incompletion, uh, and then another completion, and then a spike, and then they, they won. You cannot give this man any time. And now we know, not even under a minute. Under 40 seconds, you can't even give him that. Maybe 20? I think 20 is pretty much impossible, I think. <laughs> I could be wrong, though. But, uh, yeah, you can't give that man any time. The 49ers played well. They did, even with Jimmy G kind of looking a little shaky there. I can't lie to you. I was always a defender of him, saying, like, he was hurt last year. He's still very talented. He's, he's a good quarterback. He got them to the Super Bowl with with, um, with uh, Kyle Shanahan. It just didn't work out last year. He, again, he was injured. 
this year he didn't this is he's kind of been looking a little shaky. I have to admit that. And Trey Lance ran ran for a touchdown. He looked decent. Again, they're they they're just giving him like dumbass plays to just, you know, you know, run into because he's a rookie quarterback and also he didn't play at all the last year in college. He opted out because of the pandemic. Um so yeah, he looked decent. Uh, he looked okay. Garoppolo looked okay. He was all right. Uh, a little concerning with some of his throws, but you know it's if time will tell. If time will tell if Trey Lance becomes the guy, or if Jimmy G just kind of fiddles away, fizzles away. It could happen. It could not. I'm gonna bet that next year he won't be the starting quarterback. I believe that this might be his last year, and if not, if he doesn't do horrible in the next couple games, if he derails, if he gets bad again, then Trey Lance might come in. That's my, that's what I'm, what I think. That's what I think could happen. Final game Sunday night or Monday night game, Eagles versus the Cowboys. The Cowboys beat the Eagles forty-one to twenty-one in an absolute stomp fest of uh, the Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts played pretty bad, 26 for 39, 326 yards, two touchdowns, but still played pretty bad. Uh, this is this is kind of wrong here. I think they're not showing me the interceptions here. Yeah, Jalen Hurts also threw two interceptions. And um, Dak Prescott, 21 for 26, 300, 238 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, played a lot better. Uh, very good, uh, better than last week, I would say. Again, they crushed them. Ezekiel Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott did better, played a lot better. Um, they look good. They look again, like I said, they look like the best uh, team in the NFC East in that division. They look like the best team. So you can pretty much pencil them in right now. I think that they'll be in the playoffs. I think because these other teams, like I said, pretty mediocre. I mean, Daniel Jones who's not a starter in my my mind anymore. I think that he solidified that with these past three performances. I just don't think he's the, the right person to be their quarterback. I really don't. Taylor Heineke never was a starter. But to be fair, neither was Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, to be honest with you, he's not a starter either. So what do they expect? Um, Jalen Hurts is... He, either he had a really bad game, or he's also not fit to be a starter. I'm not sure. And again, we haven't seen as much of Jalen Hurts as the other two quarterbacks. I mean, Taylor Heineke, not as much either. I'll admit that. But they also had Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's not a starter. He hasn't been a starter for like the last couple years, I think. Last year, he was on my uh, the Dolphins. I, I believe Tua was the quote-unquote starter. So, I don't know. He, not a lot of good quarterback play in the NFC East, except for Dak Prescott, who I think in all, you know, every you know, joking aside... Dak Prescott has proven that he is the man in Dallas. He's the man in, in Dallas. He is the man. He's proven that this whole season. He's the guy. He's, there's no question. There's no one going to come and take his spot. He's the guy. Unless he gets injured again, he's the guy in Dallas. Now, one more, one more thing on sports before I go. It's going to be on football still. And I tweeted this a couple... I believe I tweeted this on Sunday. And I'm going to pull up that tweet... And I hope that this is, you know, I want to be wrong so bad on this, but I don't know if I will be. And it's not to be like, you're cocky, you're in, you're conceited. No, no, that's not me at all. No, 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 that's not it at all. I just think that this is what I'm seeing. 
And if it's true, then we have we've got a problem on our hands with these um, these rookie quarterbacks who are you know Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence. This is this is the tweet. Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, and Justin Fields are all on the rookie quarterback bust watch. This tweet is very premature, but that's part of the fun. I believe in that. These guys are all on the bust watch, meaning they could become a bu- they could be actually a bust. Like I truly believe that one of like these all quarterbacks could be a bust. I don't know why this year, why this class is so bad in the NFL. If it's because that they're starting the the coaches are bad, which you know they could be. I mean, Urban Meyer, new coach; Robert Sala, new coach; Matt Nagy, not a good coach. It's it's being you know it's even more proof now that they can't adjust to with you know with Justin Fields's you know talents and abilities you know compared to Andy Dalton so I don't know what it is it could be the coaches it could be the quarterbacks but so far these guys look like they all could be a bust the bust watch is real and you know it's not going to get any easier it's not going to get any easier it's going to be get more difficult it's going to be a lot more pressure you got more tape out there they can Re- they could watch you, study you even more now. So I don't know, man. I think that I think maybe the one that really, really looks like a bust might be Zach Wilson. I mean, say what you want about Trevor Lawrence, but Zach Wilson really has been very unproductive this season. Like, I mean, like at least Trevor throws touchdowns. This guy, the past couple two games, nothing. <laughs> interceptions have been his bread and butter. Interceptions have been his thing. So, I, I don't know. They call him like the INT kid or something like that. I, I don't know. I could be wrong about that, but just just keep that in mind, people. These guys are on the bust watch. As of last week, as of last Sunday, as of as of September, well, what day was it? 20, 26, when I when I tweeted that. He's on the bust watch, for sure. So, uh, yeah, just keep that in mind. I know it sounds kind of sad and sa- somber and sour for me to say that, but it's it's just, it's true. I think I think this is like an opinion that is widely acknowledged. Like, these guys are just not playing well. They're not. And it could be the coaches or it could be them. Either way, it's, it's, it's creating a bust. And nobody likes busts. Nobody likes to hear that. And everybody hates when you prematurely say he's a bust. But as I put in my tweet... This is very premature, but that's part of the fun of Twitter. That's part of the fun of this thing. It's part of the fun of sports. It's all fun. Anyways, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. Again, you can find this podcast at Intelligent Moron with Alex Silva on YouTube, uh, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, like, do all that for me. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. And thank you for watching, and I will see you guys back next week.